Billy, don't be a hero. Don't be a fool with your life. <laughs> Billy to <laughs> movies and Billy to moon wife. I'm Elias Jensen. I'm <laughs> Jensen. I'm Elias Jensen. <laughs> and this is Twin Picks. I was like, don't keep going. <laughs> That's great. Gosh, I love movies. Twin Picks, the show where a pair of actual real-life human twins and also me, the other sister, make a double feature out of two movies that share some kind of similarity and decide which one does its job better. Hi, team. Hi. Hey, hey, hey. Back again. Guess who's backy back? Gosh. Back, 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 back again. again. Billy's Can't get rid of us. <laughs> Billy's back. Billy's back. At movies this week are both movies with Billy in the title. It's very that obvious. Is, actually, <laughs> is it pretty... Billy Madison and Billy Elliot? Yeah. Whoa. So unlike last week where we had like a very intense Heavy, examination of... Deep. This is not plot centric or anything. They're literally just yeah, two they're movies. Not re- the main character of these movies are called Billy. Yeah. 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 That is but it. also like I guess there is the element of that they're both about like... Yeah. Child. They end up having similarities, yeah, but we just picked them because we're like, <laughs> <laughs> that's generally how we make these decisions, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. If anybody has something more intelligent or like better ideas, yeah. please tell us. Now that we've done a couple like episodes of the podcast, ourselves. please, yeah. like, we will take your suggestions. Some people's suggestions were like, oh, that's so obvious. Yeah. yeah. We should definitely yeah. have done that instead yeah. of Billy Madison and Billy <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm keen to talk about these ones, particularly. Even Parent Trap and Face Off, I'm like, not that close oh not that close yeah i think that's one of our better ones like one of our like you the connection was quite maybe it's because i hated face off sorry fam do you know how many Why people responded Ew. to me like okay first off big thing we should talk about people were like oh yeah love parent trap what's face off yeah that's what i'm weird. saying and then people were like meg was way too harsh on face off i've had people oh, be like i was really happy that Noah was giving it to, to me about. Give it a bone. i don't know is that the thing is that what you say give me bones hands <laughs> <laughs> me bone sorry no this mm. but both movies this week i feel like we have some kind of connection to we do yeah i'm not gonna lie to you i didn't i did watch them but i could have got away with not Noah's angry at me because i may have not <laughs> watched one of the Meg movies has not yeah. watched one of the films that we've done one, on the show before. one film because i know what knew it know it really well yeah well you know what i've seen greatest showman four times it was now, parent and trap and you wouldn't have movie. known the difference if i didn't say anything but now Fight i'm gonna me. like quiz you on it more intensely i'm gonna like check that you have seen it <laughs> what you was it made me um but yeah we have big experience with both of these films yeah. both of these are movies them really we watched well. intensively when we were little yeah what are what are our experiences yeah. of the so films? for me yet again and our cousin Emily is going to get another yes, shout out. So hey, um, because Billy Madison was a film we watched when we went to uh, our cousin's place I think in Ben Missouri. Really and Ben, ben, ben Madison. Yeah. yeah. Are we, there's only one joke. We were. There's one joke. When, in this when movie. we talked about Billy Madison, we'll the talk about how we like we, we thought that as a kid, as kids, we were told this was so funny. We've grown up and we're like, oh my god, not funny. But it's there's funny. one joke <laughs> that is so funny. 
It's, it's so enduring. Cool. Will we save it? Oh. No, no, we, we didn't save it. Oh, just do it. No, yeah, just do it. Yeah. The it's best, just... the most important part of Billy Madison is where they're in the school cafeteria and this lunch lady <laughs> comes out and serves some sloppy joes in like a Betty Davis impersonation. Yeah, yeah. She's like, here's some sloppy joes. I made them extra sloppy. And the kids are like, nice we like them sloppy. sloppy. And they all just really like yeah, commit he's, to the no, bit. Adam Sandler says, he's like, what is this? Yeah. lady, you're scaring us. And everyone's like, <laughs> and they're all laughing. It's that's our. That's what I think of Billy Madison as being. I think, yeah, of, I think of Emily and Benj going. Yep. So, we yeah. made them nice and sloppy nice for you. <laughs> so we. That's that was our takeaway when we were little yeah. from Billy Madison, yeah. and we probably didn't watch Billy Elliot as much. But oh no, it was no, no. still Billy like, Elliot yeah, is like a big watch for me. I watched Billy Elliot. Well, I yeah, I yeah. watched Billy Elliot. Growing up, I did it in year nine English, mm, and I remember. Huh. I'll talk a bit about how I'm frustrated now looking back on it about the way that it was taught. But mm. um, we, like, my memories or, like, my associations with Billy Elliot in my life are people, like, guys from my school doing, boys are meant to do football or boxing, boxing or wrestling. Not balling. <laughs> <laughs> the accents are pretty hard to get past. They're so like, special. That's good. So that was really yeah, good. Like See, my like thing of and people laughing when Billy they say Billy Elliot. Yeah, so bad. My thing with Billy Elliot is, and this is weird, but every time I'm drunk, or not every time, but a lot of the time when <laughs> I'm drunk, I get really stuck thinking about the bit where the brother sees he's at the fence. He goes, "Oh my scab, god, scab!" And then he goes. Dad, what are you doing? Dad! <laughs> and he like breaks That'd down. That'd be a really so funny emotional, thing to And it really like, hits me. It just like hits me oh, when we'll I'm drunk. I think about it. That and the bit from Dead Poets Society. That and Dead Poets Society when he's like, my, <laughs> my son, my son, son, my son, my son. I will be like smashed and my friends will be like, why is she saying my son? We are, gonna like, get oh. on, we are definitely going to talk about men showing emotions. Definitely. Yeah. Um, oh, but let's just get Just a quick real. thought before we, before we start talking about the films. I feel like screaming scab at someone will be a really funny thing to do at a club. Like at your friends. I'm going to. Definitely get you kicked out. Yeah, probably. Yeah. It's probably like a really sensitive term. In some yeah, we're, we're just everyone. <laughs> well, we can get into it in the Billy. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, but I, I, I think let's kick things off with Billy Madison. I think first. we should. Let's do it. Billy Madison came out in 1995. It's a comedy film. It's basically just quite overtly a star vehicle for Adam Sandler, who I think had recently come out of SNL. Mm. So the whole movie is just catered around his sense of comedy. Yep. It's fascinatingly directed by a female director. Yeah. You don't get that Good sense, God Adam. Now. Yeah. <laughs> and it had quite poor critical reception. What? But I think I think amongst Adam Sandler's oeuvre, it's kind of seen as one of the most purely like Adam Sandlerian movies. Like people yeah. who love Adam Sandler, they're like, oh, his movies aren't that good anymore. They're not like you know how great he was it's in like Happy Billy Gilmore. Madison and Happy Gilmore. Yeah. And obviously, his production company is mm. named after. It's called Happy, yeah, Happy Madison. Madison. Yeah. I I because we went through as a family such a thing of like. Ew, Adam Sandler. People list- listening will be like, oh yeah. my God, lol, they're doing an Adam Sandler movie because the Jansons famously hate Adam, hate Adam Sandler. Sandler. Like everyone hates he Adam Sandler. He has some, for some trash. He has some real mm-hmm. trash. But I like Adam Sandler. I've really turned a corner on him. His SNL, I'm really into SNL, especially at the moment, and his SNL is like 
strong and he's doing i'm really excited for uncut gems it's coming yeah. out soon trailers look amazing mm. for that i love his work with paul thomas anderson in punch drunk love his stand-up recently on netflix is like really different to any other netflix stand-up it's not like colloquial or anecdotal it's his funny weird song thing that he does he has these stupid songs just yeah. like horrible baby voice but i loved it and i'm really taken with it and so re-watching this i wasn't it wasn't how I used to watch it where I'm like, this is dumb and silly and it's silly little Billy Madison or whatever. Silly little but I was Billy. watching it thinking, this guy's likable in a lot of ways. Yeah, like, but, but I'm so, having fun with him. But it's so much stupid, but what, I'm having fun. It, for exactly that reason, like, that's what is so frustrating about Adam Sandler's career. Like, I think everybody that dislikes him, nobody says he isn't talented. It's that he has like a really interesting voice. It's that he is capable of such great work and so much of his work is just get the paycheck, take my friends on a holiday, like as lazy as can be, almost offensively, so like so brazenly just like I wanted to go on a holiday with Kevin James. But this film is kind of a little bit before that really started. But Mm. I guess the thing that surprised me this time is, as Meg said, I was always like, I guess for the past couple of years, whenever people talk about like, oh, no, I hate Adam Sandler, like why would everyone not hate Adam Sandler? Weird. But I'm like... Yeah, you know, there's there's Happy Gilmore and there's Billy Madison and then everybody's dad loves the end of Click. But rewatching this, I was like, oh, my God, maybe it's just Happy Gilmore that in itself I don't think is that good. Like, I think that movie is just fine. But, like, this movie was so much worse than I remember it. It's yeah. not funny. See, I don't know that I agree. It was much more dumb. And when it wanted me to laugh, I'm like, why did this work on me the Every first joke time? goes for like two hours. Yeah, it's like joke. every joke is like two minutes too long. Yeah, that's true. But I think there's something to be said about like this guy knows what people want him to do. Like he has an audience, obviously, because his films are still commercially viable or yeah. were. And then I think it makes me appreciate when he strays from that even more. Like I really love Punch Drunk Love. I really actually like funny people. We know you like Punch Drunk Love. We're talking about Billy Madison. But I just feel like as as an actor You don't go a day without saying Punch Drunk Love. We know you love Punch Drunk Love. I'll say it five times now in in a row. I don't know. I don't don't care. (laughs) But I just think like he – I think that for a long time we really like denigrated him and I don't know that he deserved that poor little Adam Sandler. I think this film has a horrible thing of for some reason we're supposed to be like, God, he's suppo- we want he's him a, to be the CEO. He's such a good guy. He's such a good guy. I'm like, yeah. I, like there's an element of being like, I guess I'm being pointed towards like that I'm supposed to like him, so I do. But you're always just like, of course you don't deserve to be the CEO. Yeah. Of course you don't mm. deserve respect. This is ridiculous. <laughs> like, You're sounding a lot like the <laughs> evil guys in Bradley Whitford and Billy Madison. He's yeah, so Bradley's good. Great. Bradley's the best. There's I love a really him. respectable like comedy supporting cast in this movie. Yeah, like, Chris oh, Farley is great. so funny. Chris Farley's hilarious. God, what a Norm McDonald. Norm, oh my oh, God. God. I love that yeah. man. And there's some jokes that I think you can tell, like that's kind of – a positive of Adam Sandler, that his movies are so loose and formless that he has really talented friends and he can be like, do your thing. Like Chris Farley, make facial expressions for yeah. 30 seconds that are really so good. So magnetic, just <laughs> and, make the most of it. a joke that I really liked, I reckon has to be a norm joke, was when they put like a bag of flaming dog poop on the guy's step <laughs> and he's like, oh man, this is going to be so good. He hates shit. Like, that was funny and that has such like a norm flavour to it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there you go. We've essentially listed off the, the jokes that I like. The good jokes. Movie. Um, as you said, I think there's an interesting thing too. I think comedy, comedy is a genre I don't lean towards ever really. Like yeah. I'm a horror person. Yeah. I don't 
I find that for comedy to appease me, it has to be like really funny. Mm. Like I always say I'm waiting for my next experience in a cinema like when we saw 21 Jump Street. When yeah. we, that's my only time I remember being like. What about Popstar Never Stop, Never Stop? I love Popstar Never Stop, Never Stopping. And I reckon Andy Samberg owes a lot to Adam Sandler. He, yeah. That's very true. I and I also, um, I we're going to talk about it in an episode coming up, but I loved Good Boys as well. But we'll talk about that when we talk about it. But um, mm. yeah, I think there's an inter- interesting thing to how the landscape of comedy changes. Eliza, you mentioned the thing of how a lot of these 90s comedies are just vehicles for yeah. actors to do whatever they want. Like, say like what Wayne's you, World. Say what yeah. you want about Mrs. Doubtfire. But they all like, come like, from the people same are like, place. People are like, yeah. oh, Mrs. Doubtfire is this like classic and stuff. Really, it's just a vehicle for Robin Williams doing yeah. whatever he wants. Like, it's not mm. as a film very tight, but it's a very funny film. Um, he did that. Jim Carrey does that with them. That's what The Mask yeah. is. But and I don't know that I have as much liar, of a liar problem with that films. as you do. No, I don't have a problem with it. I'm saying, like, seeing as that's the nature of 90s comedy, this film is really just the thing of, like, kind of like the way you would pick a Netflix comedy special. You'd be like... Which stand-up do I, I like? like the, him. Do yeah. I like the most? Yeah. If you like Adam Sandler, you watch Will Madison, it's, but I like him the least, so I go, I'd rather watch okay. a Robin Williams one or a Jim Carrey one. Yeah, it's almost like then comedy was kind of like cult of personality and now studio comedy, which is in a really dire position, I guess, yeah. it's all really plot-based. It's like, <clears throat> what if you guys had to kill your yeah. boss and then blah, blah, blah. We're doing super bad, but with baby boys. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Yeah, it's all really The hot based. thing now is to be like, what if this had an emotional through line? It's yeah. Like, whoa. <laughs> like, what if it was a work? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Um, yeah, so for that reason, and you even saw them try to like, come back to that thing of making things based around the performer, like the way yeah. that Melissa McCarthy's career has been kind yeah, of true. misused. Yeah, misappropriated. Um, in everything since Bridesmaids. I think poor Melissa, yeah. sorry, but... Just to, just can to, you ever forgive me? Amazing performance. Yeah, she's terrific. Yeah, Are we going to talk about can you ever forgive sorry. me? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. so okay, I get she's what terrific. you're saying. It's just not your person for if this. If I was going to pick a 90s style comedy where I just watch a comedian do their thing, the last one I would watch is an Adam Sandler Adam one. Sandler. Right. I think it's because his humour is so juvenile and kind of broad as is. Like any plot that's going to come out of it has to be that slack. Yeah. And like... Oh, in um, Tina Fey's book, Bossy Pants, mm. when she's talking about how they staff SNL, I found it so interesting because oh, she said, do you I remember this it. about like Harvard hearing, boys versus yeah. like improv guys? Yeah. She was saying like in an SNL writing and performing staff, there'll always be like they split really Harvard educated genius yeah. kids and there'll be oh, like people yeah. who come from improv or like so stand up. physical actors. And they're just like, their thing is act like a fucking idiot and get paid. Yeah. And yeah. she's like, if you have too many smart kids, all the sketches will be political and be really dry and inaccessible. Yeah. And if you yeah. have too many like buffoon guys, every sketch will be like drag queens hitting each other with their handbags. Yeah. 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 This and movie all, yeah. is that. <laughs> it's yeah. like, what happens when the like dumbasses at SNL are like given a budget. I love the dumbasses at SNL. Yeah, like that's not a qualitative statement. They're still funny. Pete Davidson. But do they make good movies? No. Yeah. (laughs) No, I get you. I definitely get you. Um, I don't know. I just don't think that I dislike Adam Sandler enough to be as like strongly against this movie. Meg, I think the veil of Paul Thomas Anderson is too hard over your head and you aren't seeing that this... It's blinding me. I'm obsessed with the man and any decision he makes, I will follow him. Follow him wherever (laughs) he will go. Good song. Um, Anyway, (laughs) sorry. Well, do you guys think this movie has impacted comedy today at all? Apart from, like, the fact that everyone dresses like Melissa now. Yeah, and it's a Luke. But I think Sandler has impacted comedy. Well, I, I think, though, like, in terms of movie and the style of movie, the thing of like a movie that is a vehicle for a comedian actor to do whatever they want, I I would say 
I would think of The Mask and Mrs. Doubtfire. I don't think of this. I would think those movies do the thing that this movie does better. Uh, but who can you think uh, of who is emulating their career off of? I guess Trainwreck, or? was that a little bit for Amy Schumer? Like was a big the, introduction to her shtick. Well, again, yeah. we don't really do that kind of comedy anymore. And when yeah. they've tried, it hasn't gone well. It hasn't really gone that well. But like like you said, like we owe, like Andy Samberg owes a lot to Sandler and he's has that a is very true. And I, I am the really big, like, career. to me, well, even in the way that, like, Hot Rod initially was so, so like, the critical reception of that completely missed the point. Yes, and now so we see that as, like, such a gold standard it for was that really brand of comedy. It's time. Even yeah. if its time was only, like, three years ahead of yeah. where comedy was. Isn't that interesting how, like, much the timing, even that minute of a mistake in terms of your timing, can just throw it yeah. so badly? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm so annoyed I didn't really say like Pop Star Never Stop Never Stopping for my triplet in the attic. I'm just going to say you should watch, watch Pops Never Stop, Never Stop, so Never Stopping. Yeah, it it's is, real good. Yeah. It's our generation's This Is Spinal Tap. It's absolutely yeah. hilarious. It's so um, good. I think before we fall into like accidentally calling this the best movie ever and like fall under mixed spell, <laughs> we should talk about the most egregious element of the movie, which is the rom- romantic subplot oh, oh, yeah. that absolutely did not need to be there. Sorry, but the fact that he says boobies as much as he does is a real problem. And at one point he's like, she's so hot, want to touch the hiney. And it's like, it's the 90s. No one has a hiney. No one has a butt. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's such a different time. <laughs> no one had a butt then. <laughs> it is what, so- hiney. <laughs> it is so interesting that there's yeah. a female director and we're just told – she likes him now, like yeah. for yeah. no reason. It's just like she thinks he's the cool. Again, this movie just being like, this guy is the coolest, most likable, sweetest, most perfect guy in the world because yeah. we said so. Whereas <laughs> you're actually like, you suck. Yeah. yeah, I think just to catch listeners up to speed that haven't seen the movie, we haven't talked about the plot because who gives a fuck? But it's about Billy Madison is the heir <laughs> to an incredibly wealthy uh, hotel fortune. And his dad is like, oh, you're too irresponsible. You're too much of a wacky Sandler-esque guy to run this company. you got to go back to school. So he goes all throughout primary school and high school and he falls in love with like his fourth teacher. grade teacher or something who shows <sighs> no indication. She's like one of these classic Adam Sandler love interests who like her only personality traits are like mom-like and patient. Mm. Like she just puts up with him. Mm. And then at the end of the movie decides that she loves him. Yeah. Hell. Yeah, I, I don't like this movie. Oh, that, was that wraps it up, I guess. Dance. Like, See I think just that subplot, There, I really like some movies about man-children. Like, it's yeah. fun to watch. I love Pee-wee's Big Adventure and I love, like, Andy Samberg stuff. Yeah, because but also it, cause it can be endearing to see, like, them learn lessons. Like, yeah. you don't feel like he changes anything in this film. Yeah. You, you feel like his worldview and the way he navigates the world is supported yeah. or applauded. Pee-wee Herman and Andy Samberg would never put us through a romantic subplot like that and expect us to take it seriously. <laughs> they wouldn't do it to us. <laughs> Please be we no. <laughs> Don't like, do that, my darling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, they are just so outwardly ridiculous and stupid and stick to it and stick to their guns. Yeah. And Billy Madison does not. It, like, wants you to <laughs> empathise with Billy and to want him to get together with this woman who in maturity is like 30 years older than him. Yeah. I would like to shiv Billy. (laughs) (laughs) And with that. (laughs) Well, hopefully you don't want to shiv Billy Elliot, the protagonist of our next film. Let's get into that. Billy Elliot is a British dance drama film. Directed by Stephen Doldry, it came out in the year 2000, but is set in 1984 at the height of the miners' strike. 
in northeast England. And I think that comes across really well. We love well. It. It's something really I, well. We I love did not understand at piece. all when I was like, no, over <laughs> my <laughs> head. I was like, why are they screaming? This group of young men. Be quiet. Give, no. those, people so, give those people their water. Like, come tough. on, give them more coal. That's what they want, right? That's what it's about. And the, um, the basic premise of the film is Billy Elliot is this gorgeous little son of a miner. His dad and brother are striking against Margaret Thatcher's extremely restrictive government. Cruel. And Billy, whose dad wants him to be a boxer, discovers that he has a real talent and passion for ballet dancing. And not ballet dancing. Ballet. And Julie Walters, iconic British actress, plays his ballet She's teacher incredible. who um, kind of stands up for him and prompts him on to following his drawing. You may know Find Julie. a place on that bloody board. <laughs> Really good. If you fan. don't know Julie Walters, you know her from Mamma Mia. Yeah, or Miss Weasley. Or Miss Weasley. Or Harry yeah, Potter. Yeah. Oh, Harry Potter. Yeah, same. <laughs> so, All right, that's for another on. time. <laughs> but um, how often during this movie did you just think, like, man, Britain sucks, bro? <laughs> like, God, I just thought, like, depressing. I'm cold watching this Christmas movie. When they were, like, crying. Yeah. That should be a meme about Britain. It's literally just them sitting around wearing, wearing those paper hats and the dad's just crying. <laughs> Crustiest fucking roast Baked ever. Having chopped up the mum's piano for firewood. Oh, it's oh, really dire. It's a really brutal setting for a beautiful little story. Such a beautiful yeah. film. You know um, what? The, the, the biggest emotional note for me, and I think most people, is absolutely when Billy Elliot says goodbye to the grandma. Nah, that's not no. it. That's, that's oh. emotional, but that's not it. I was. Oh, at the end. Uh, no, no, no. The, that's because watching, I was hearing... I was so emotional at well. I, I need to talk about like it's so upsetting that my measure for what will make me emotional in a film is just men showing their emotions. Yeah, like we were saying, like how, it shouldn't be. We were saying yeah, how a dramatic device. You should the, just be like, oh, they're crying. They're crying. But instead, the, you're like, you're like, oh my man, god, men, man, men with their walls down. Oh, like just yeah. like it frustrates me so much that. When I look back at doing this in the United English, we didn't talk about like what a wonderful representation this is of like toxic masculinity, the way that yeah. this is a family of people that live on top of each other mm. and they all want the same thing. They all want to feel supported. They all feel lost. They're all grieving mm. and they all have so many walls up because that's the yeah. way we raise men and, they and they're so angry and bitter. Yeah, in such They are like repressing themselves. It does that wonderful thing of showing that like, yeah. you know, dumb people think like toxic masculinity is about like, it, it brings down women, but it's also about, like, it represses you. Like, this is a movie where you see that the way that yeah. these men are shown to engage with the world around them does nothing but depress them. Like, yeah. Yeah, his dad so just true. wants to love his son and hold his son, but the way he has He doesn't have the equipment for he it. He doesn't yeah. have the language, the emotional equipment yeah. to do it. So the most beautiful scene to me is when he's collapsed. So his oh. uh, older son has like run into the Torn into it. the mm. yeah, and he's run run to him. You're like, what are you doing? You can't what cross the picket line. Dad? And he's like, he just he's like, Billy deserves a chance. He's, he's just, just eleven. He's just, just a boy. Like, he deserves oh a chance. God. He deserves a chance. Yeah. And you're like, Fuck. oh my god, men showing their emotions. It's why yeah. the bar is so low that people cry in click because but it's like, know, oh my god, <laughs> oh my god, Adam Sandler. No, he loves I, his dad. And you're like, that is the standard for men in cinema. Yeah, I get. I definitely get all that, and the fact that they do that and it's juxtaposed to this tiny like when they're all together in one space it's in that tiny little kitchen 
there's like four people, four bodies, three big, well, two big, like the but dad and the son, um, or eldest son. They're all in this tiny space and they don't know each other whatsoever. Yeah. It's yeah. so like well done. Like yeah. it's yeah. so, um, and yeah, and then the only time that, that that like we get contrast to that is when Billy is able to like dance, like he jumps totally. from roof to roof, and he has this space around him. Yeah, so Daldry does terrific freeing. job using the camera. Like it, it really feels like the movie is through like the lens of a child. Yeah. Um, I love how there's no big context drop of like here's where we are, here's what the world looks like because the kids are kind of that thing of you now how they go yeah. like, why are we doing this? And they're like, oh, because like Margaret Thatcher's evil and shit. Like yeah, that shot of his friend yeah. Debbie running just about her to say stick yeah. first along like a brick wall and. And then, like, just as casually running it across the riot the police's, riot like, shields. shields. Yeah. I was just about like, to say, yeah. Only the camera oh, notices that's it. So that's good. really dope. Because I, these yeah. are just kids. In, like, this is just the world they were in. This yeah. is, like, like, it shows how normalised this all is to them. Yeah. And, um, yeah, the way that, like, those... Or whenever there's, like, a fight scene, it's always um, really well contrasted with... Or, like, whenever there's a very intense scene, it's always contrasted with, like, music or with really kinetic... Yeah. Editing of like Billy's dancing, I love. Yeah, the, it has I a love really kinetic energy. The choreography of the film yes. and his dancing yeah. is so like primal, or like yeah. it's like from the body. I was going to say the choreography yeah. tells that story as well because like it shows off that he has technique and he can dance really well in a traditional mm. sense. But there's also like these really weird like funky moves that look like a kid improvised them. Yeah, that remind me of like the Sia video for Chandelier, where you're like, yeah, where that's he's a really ugly looking dance face and grabbing, and grabbing his face yeah. and grabbing his head. Well, you're like, that's how a kid would dance if they were really, really angry. You're really angry. And the only way they could express themselves was by like flicking yeah, their arms. Yeah, like you around. know when you see little kids and they're so gra- like, that they like want to stomp. Everything yeah. stomps and they sort of tense up. It's that kind of dancing. Yeah. And I would say as well, like having seen the stage show, I don't remember it translating in the same way. Something about the film, how it does it. It There's a weird thing in I'm, more sincere. I'm going to talk about the musical a bit, a bit later. There's a weird thing in the musical of that they translate that kind of weird kinetic primal sensibility into the, music. the environment. Oh, like actually, as in all the steel for like the set oh, well, and things. No, no, well, like like the really the miners and the police. Like oh. whenever he does solo dancing, it's a it. It makes sense for a musical because you need to heighten things. Mm. It's much more clean and actually it's like mm. really good dancing. Right. But in the like ensemble numbers, like the best song in the show, like arguably Solidarity, Solidarity is Solidarity. look it up. Like it's this Solidarity awesome, forever. awesome, very like clean, sharp, weird, jolty dancing. Yeah. That, yeah, captures that that feeling in the in the film well of, um, yeah, just the sense of because like a community of people raised to be so restrictive and then something that doesn't like dance, something that doesn't adhere to like a rule and just comes from a weird place inside kind of like seeping out and kind of exploding yeah. out of you. Feels yeah, is really like a key part of this film's success that is portrayed so well by a little star, Jamie, Jamie Bell. Bell. Oh, he would have been one of my first crushes. Him and Adrian really? Banks. It's such a... Oh. <laughs> Huge crushes. I don't Did know if we can Frankie compare Frankie. Frankie to- <laughs> Did you see him on Twitter this week? He sent Lizzo like a message where he was yeah. like, let me be your purse. <laughs> <laughs> He's dope. I love Frankie. Oh um, it's a, it's, there are some child performances that you're like, this is incredible because you are such a charismatic... Little beautiful kid. little kid mm. this is one that has that but also it just feel it doesn't feel amateurish sure. it feels professional mm. he it had to have come so from tap right totally. mm. yeah like i'm sure up learning oh, it. i would the tap mur- solo is wild. i would murder someone for shuffles as clean as him. <laughs> 
honestly. And Billy's life. <laughs> <laughs> That's so nice. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, an amazing performance by Jamie Bell, I would I would agree. And he's had like a – like for a child actor. His I always thought he would been... take off way more than he has, though. Oh, he's always like so, a weird force supporting role in a shitty Hollywood film, like mm. Jumper or Fant Forstick. Yeah, Fant Forstick. Maybe that kind of reinforces what we like about the movie, that as you grow up you have to sand away those edges of mm. your, like, vulnerability and oh. how you express yourself. Because Yeah, man. Jamie's living it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it sounds like the sentiment of this movie has really gotten across to us and, like, lived with us for probably two decades, a couple decades Truly. now. Yeah, but this movie means this a lot hit, to us, I think. This film hit me a yeah. lot more. I think it's been that I realised what, like, a, a film that ages well as you grow up, as a lot of films about childhood do. When I was a kid, what stuck out to me was the thing of being, like, more Billy's story, the story of yeah. being someone that you oh, want to experience. Oh, but that's not what you're getting on the rewatch. No. Well, well, like, when I was a kid, it was more like the thing of being a boy and... and feeling like there's so much you want to do, but like, you know, the thing of like being yourself and accepting mm, like what it is yeah. that makes you you. But then as I get older, I look at it more and I see it through the lens of the dad's story, the way the that dad. the world around you oppresses you, the story of the dad and the family. And Or even yeah. I see it. I see. I think that's why I think that hits me the hardest when he says goodbye to the grandma, that whole thing of like so you understated have to that it go never needs and to be you have said. to sacrifice. It is a sacrifice. Like it's not easy. Even once you know what you want to do and you're exactly. great at it. Exactly. You still he have leaves to give his up family. So he gives everything up and he says goodbye in the film to his elderly grandmother who is really demented and, you know, plagued by Alzheimer's and she just isn't like cognizant of anything throughout the film. But what she does real like she does have this bizarre moment where Billy is leaving and he's sort of trying to say goodbye to her and then she grabs him and she hugs him so tightly and it's in that moment that you're like, okay, they're never going to see each other again. again. And that's just like so striking to me. But I I wouldn't have gotten that when I first watched the film. Yeah. But re-watching it again and again, every single time that's the one that hits home the hardest her realizing every single that she's time. that old and she probably won't yeah, see him. Yeah, and being like, again. I won't see him. And even she might not even know who he is to her because she's like, she's so demented in the film, but it's like... It's so beautiful, really powerful um, performance. It's Billy dancing for his dad for me as well. Yeah, at the end. Or no, um, the um, at Christmas time oh. when him and Michael have broken into the the mm, gym. The gym. And he he his dad's really he finally sits into himself and and like realizes that this is what he yeah. what, what makes him feel alive. And following yeah. his dad out when his I, dad yeah. runs away. I'm surprised that the musical pushes everything with Michael as much. Michael being Billy's best friend. Well, actually kind of in a way gay. that you're just like because he's gay it allows them to be like, we can do flamboyant, like yeah, big ritzy, big like number. classic musical numbers. Yeah, I don't know that I it needed That's how it. I always viewed it. I, I don't know. A musical you need to like elaborate on things. It makes sense. I think it's a pretty strong adaptation. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm, sweet. Let's get on to comparing both of these Billy movies because one of them we have obviously been really touched by and the other one you would <laughs> have to Billy be touched Elliot. in the head <laughs> to enjoy. <laughs> yeah. All right, now it's time to compare the picks and see how these two movies that on the surface only share a first name in their title compared to one another. <laughs> on the surface. What did you guys think? Well, let's start by talking about what we think both of those movies are trying to achieve. Yeah. Um, I think Billy Madison is just trying What's to have fun. Life? It's trying to make the money. It's trying <laughs> to be stupid and fun, be a watch it when it comes out as a young kid and remember it, maybe mm, rewatch it. I think it wants it. to serve a, a further service 
uh, Adam career. Sandler as yeah like, solidify his shtick. Come to more films that are big ve- vehicles for a comedian doing their shtick. Yeah. yeah, I think one area it really succeeds in is you can feel it wanting to like be quotable for kids in like the schoolyard and stuff. Well, it is though because yeah. we're saying slappy nice and slappy. But stuff like when the kid is stuttering, he's like, today, Junior. Like I can imagine so many kids growing up with a stutter and being like, I fucking hate Billy Madison. Because like it's such a thing that kids can pick up and be like, remembering Billy Madison where he says, and like just constantly repeat it at all and like. I'm aging. Early memes. Thinking about this film again. <laughs> I watched it so recently and I just, yeah. I think I was Didn't, really ready to be like, did you there get, are two good Adam Sandler films and yeah. it's just exhausting to be like, Happy Gilmore's okay, I guess. Is Happy Gilmore good? I I've, I feel like I've randomly seen it a bit more recently. There's that guy where the okay. bit's like, I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. He's you, like, eat you eat shit, shit for breakfast? breakfast? That's kind of funny. Yeah. Kanye quotes it. Yeah, oh. in a song. Yeah, great. Sorry. <laughs> wow. Oh, um, anyway, um, yeah, no. I think it. That's what it's trying to do. I think it kind of does it. It's not funny. Oh, it, it is not there funny. Are enough funny bits and enough. There are, not. There are enough little oh kicks from good performers. Like, don't yeah. you love the Steve Buscemi subplot? Buscemi. No, what I think it's offensive. Oh, really? <laughs> you know, like, the, like he puts on the lipstick, and it's like crazy people that like to dress up as women. Yeah, Ooh, it's uh, pretty sure that that's like shorthand for he's gone. Yeah, crazy. exactly. That's how they convey that he's crazy. That he likes to dress up as a woman. Okay. All right. Any more? Huh? Yeah. No, throw more at me. Throw more at me. What do you want? What do you want? Great romantic subplot? Wait. Oh, no. That movie hates women. I mean, I don't Disgusting. think any of us are arguing that Billy Madison's the better of the two, but I think you just need a bit of credit where credit's due. It's hard to make a movie. <laughs> are you going to say that for every movie? Mate, I hey, remind, guys, hey, now. You know what it's was a movie that was much harder movie. to make than this? Face Off. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Give me a break. No. <laughs> I'm only little. Oh. Okay. Well, Billy Elliot. I think. Oh, what do we want to say? Billy just, Elliot is it hits gorgeous. Its cues. It's a it's a rewatch. I think watching it, trying to be more critical, there were parts where I felt it kind of was a little bit overwrought and overplayed its hand when it didn't need to. Mm. Like mainly in the score, bits where like you know Billy's reading out the letter from his mum who dies mm. just before the events of the film. Mm. We're given this quite schmaltzy like drama score that I really did not need. Like the performances and the, like the bare elements of the plot were enough, enough to make me mm. empathize yeah. with the character and care about what happens in the story. Yeah. And I think it did feel a little bit soapy at mm. points. Yeah. Like I felt like I could have been watching like EastEnders or something. I have some some timeline timeline problems as well. I feel like that it has the story has like it's built has quite a great uh built-in level of stakes mm-hmm. and I don't like that we're kind of always like oh what day is it? What month is it? It's Christmas now. I thought is you this liked a year the time later? jump. I like the time jump. Oh, no, no. But I mean, like, I like the idea of it, but it's never expressed like it's been a year. Like, you never feel. Yeah. That's what I mean. Remember, I was asking, it was like, oh, has it been a year? You just kind of lose the sense of stakes that's naturally written into the story of like his life will be infinitely better. Yeah. And he's going to lose so much, but he's going to gain so much based on one envelope. And then you go, like, oh, is he going to the audition? Oh, no, he's missed the audition. It's been a year. Is he still training with. Julie Walters. His relationship with the mm. Julie Walters character really drops off, and yeah, it's which so, I guess is realistic, but yeah. unsatisfying. No, but it feels it like you're not, especially because she's so likable. Well, it yeah, feels like it isn't clear if that was supposed to be like a thing of like a character choice that like he one of those things where someone who was her. yeah really important for you just kind of drops out of your life. Yeah, yeah I don't really get it. Um, but yeah, and I I think you know when looking at what is the film trying to be. I think it's trying to be 
an uplifting story of like acceptance and of of communication and openness, um, which I even just love for like stylistically. That's something that like the thing I'm most interested in seeing in cinema at the moment is stories about men taking down walls, like being open with each other. Like that's yeah. really powerful to me. And I think this is a film that I look back on now when I go, well, it's really done its purpose because I've grown up with this film and I realise like the little subtle things that I picked up on as a kid that like stick with me now and how they've like evolved and grown. And I think mm. that's what a really great movie does. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree with that. I think we're pretty unanimous. I'm pretty um, sad. Uh, well, I think we could talk a bit more about the similarities between both movies in terms yeah, of true. their stories about fatherhood, yeah. masculinity, growing up. Billy and Madison is literally about growing up like over the course of a couple of weeks, like an adult man having a chance to. But not even, again, it, it, we're so, it's implied that he's grown as a person, but you don't. See yeah, that like happen. that actually isn't told. That story isn't what I see in the film. Like he is encouraged to continue navigating the world the way he is, just but to get drunk a little bit less. Yeah, but at least he gives over the company to a responsible adult, Carl, at the end or whatever. Mm. Like he doesn't get everything he wanted on his terms and stuff. Yeah. Like his priorities do change somewhat. They, it's like a very tokenistic change, but it still happens. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I want Billy Elliot to beat up Billy Madison. <laughs> <laughs> he could, he could like spin he kick would. and like yeah. smack him with yeah. a ballet shoe. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> but you're right. Yeah, they do, they do both tell a story and they tell a story about like what it is to grow up, like yeah. what it is to be a young I think Billy Madison person. is about masculinity in the sense of like being a man, like growing up. And Billy Elliot is about, has more of a gendered context to it where it's like he is doing mm. an activity that he's thought of as being typically feminine. And that is really troublesome to his dad and the com- like wider community. Yeah, totally. But they're both kind of about inheritance in a way as well. Like mm. I think one of the big sad things that the dad yeah. has to get over is him being like, Billy can like ascend out of this life and be something and else. Which well, kind of yeah. to him kind of thing. Which not literally but implicitly goes totally. against the union idea, which is like yeah. everyone is in this everyone together, together, solidarity. Oh. We're all going to end up in the same direction. We can all help each other. Whereas Billy's like, I and can be better. together we can do that it, and you, elevate myself. You feel the punch of that the second that Billy's on, uh, Elliot is on the bus to the Royal Ballet School. He's left mm. his family behind. Like almost the next shot is um, his dad and his brother getting back in the mines and literally descending into the ground. Yeah. yeah. Like for him, and that's almost, almost that thing of like as they've pushed him up. They're going down. We see them fall. Yeah. And the release of that their life's work will almost be that they supported him. Billy's life yeah. on yeah. that sacrifice. And even just like the tragedy of it or sort of the melancholy of it, that, they, that they're happy to do that because – the, re- the payoff is they go and they see him perform and yeah. there's this like triumphant moment. Like part of the drive in fatherhood is you want to give birth to a kid that carries on your legacy and is like a mini you. Mm. And it's really sad in Billy Elliot when the dad is like, wow, if I want to do what's right for my son, I have to abandon that drive and yeah. let him be himself. Or even a reanalysis and- of what the measure of that legacy is. Like maybe I, I, it feels like the reanalysis is the legacy of my son isn't him being a part of the union or like being able to box or being able to do these things. It's that he is a man who like stays true to what he wants to be yeah. and like navigates the world knowing who he is. Like and, that's yeah. what's so powerful about that beautiful ending is the thing of like, you know, when he puts him on that bus, that Billy is going to grow into like the most beautiful man. But also just a completely different man to who his father is. Yeah. Like he will never be the boy 
that he could have he would have been if he stayed. Like yeah. he will become like a completely different person. Mm. It's his dad being like, but that's okay because that's better for him. Yeah. Like for Billy. I mean, yeah. Wow. Oh, beautiful. beautiful. My vote for this week, my my pick of the twin picks is Billy Elliot by Stephen Daldry. Yeah. I don't think Billy Elliot is a perfect film. I think it's like there are half stars yeah. or four stars, but it's my pick too. Ooh. Oh, I'm giving it at least four and I'm watching it We're again. We're right Yeah, I, I'm speaking highly of it. There is a universe in which Billy Madison I could have liked more. I could have I could have wow. come around yeah. to it. And you could have, yeah, I was not that. My shields, are, my walls are so up on <laughs> Billy Madison. I'm they were always going to be. Checked out. They really weren't. Like, I, was, yeah, they were. I was ready. I really was. <laughs> have you ever mm. seen the movie Problem Child? It's like awful kids movie. Oh, yeah. I love Go. Problem Child and Problem Child 2. So these are these really awful children's movies made in the 80s. And it's about this little boy who's like a real prankster. It's like Dennis the Menace. <laughs> it's like Dennis the Menace <laughs> on steroids. And it's just like the filmmakers of Problem Child 2 have said that in making the movie they wanted to make – a child children's movie as if it was made by John Waters and like Pasolini. So it's absolutely vulgar. And like this child is like a human monster. (laughs) Like it's just really morally irresponsible and like a really vulgar movie. Mm. And because it's so brave in how it does that, it's great. (laughs) Yeah. And if Billy Madison had abandoned trying to be sympathetic and had this shitty oboe music whenever he's like doing something nice to a kid or being like sweet to his love interest, I think it could be kind of in the line of those like really oh, wow. unhinged comedy movies where you're That's like, whoa, this is just balls to the wall, like someone doing what they think is funny. As yeah. in if we sympathise, like as, as in if yeah. it was less concerned mm. with us having to sympathise with yeah. him and paint him as a hero, it'll be better. Yeah. Mm. Like wow. at the yeah. end, you know when everyone like couples off jokingly like mm. Norm MacDonald uh. smooches the sloppy Joe's lady. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that couple is more believable and cool uh. than Billy Madison and the main yeah, woman in his yeah. movie. Yeah, uh, totally. Yeah. Well, congratulations. You guys yes. didn't vote. Oh, yeah, yeah we, we did. did. Billy Elliot. Or maybe I didn't. Yeah, Billy oh, Elliot. I oh, no, to, I did. I, I needed to hear stars. it from you because you were No, because I just wanted to be devil's advocate. Celebrating. Yeah, I know. Jeez. I just wanted to be little Nikki's advocate. Little Nikki out of Salem. Little Nikki. All right. Um, well, congratulations. Good job, Billy. Yeah. You're dead at today, Billy. <laughs> Now it's time to go to a segment we like to call Triplet in the Attic. In the attic. So this is the seg... Oh. Hang on. <laughs> All right, we are getting... This is, okay, this is really exciting. <laughs> We're getting, did you do this? Yeah. All right. I'm so excited. We're getting a call from an expert witness as to what it's like to be a Billy in the same line as Billy Madison and Billy Elliot. We yeah. have an expert opinion from our own cousin, Billy Jansen. So oh he God. he has lived experience as a Billy and and he's <laughs> we're about to hear <laughs> from him is, as, to so whether, excited. as to whether either of these films speak to his lived experience as a Billy. As a Billy. Wow. As a Billy. Shall I we think cross it's over really Billy important Billy? Billy, to his representation. So yeah, right. let's, let's, let's listen. hear what he has to say. So Billy, we've been discussing the films Billy Madison, the Adam Sandler vehicle, and Billy Elliot, the 2000 British dance drama. And we have to we just are desperate to ask. Speaking from your experience as a Billy, which of these films do you feel speaks with the most resonance, the most evocative storytelling to your daily condition? Do you feel that either of these films truly gets at what it's like to live life with the name Billy? Uh, no. Whoa. Wow. Profound yeah. stuff, my dudes. That was beautiful. Wow. Oh, my God. Does that change your opinion? Oh, oh, God. 
Um, I think I should change my name to Billy. I yeah. want to be a part of this beautiful community of in. boys. <laughs> Let me in. <laughs> God, that was empowering. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thank, thanks for sharing your thanks, story, Billy. Billy. Triplet in the attic. Where we got to pick a deformed, rejected little third piece of media, a song, a movie, a billy of significance that we think acts as a thematic triplet to the episode's twin picks. Meg, mm. do you want to start things off? I'm happy to start. So, my triplet in the attic this week is a recommendation that suits um, Billy Elliot much more than it does Billy Madison. So maybe let's just get on rid of um, Billy Madison and mm. swap it in for a TV show called Dairy Girls. Hey. Uh, this is the last minute arrival into my recommendations. But I was reminded of it because it's in a similar vein in the way that it's set against this sort of like a UK conflict. It's like this, you know, like coming of age kind of story, um, but it's also set against um, – the conflict in Northern Ireland in the 1990s. The Troubles. Um, the Troubles, yeah. So it's, it is on Netflix. It's really good. It's actually like I wasn't expecting to enjoy it as much as I did. I really, really liked it and I would really recommend it very I wonder strongly. if the Dairy Girls would be offended to be lumped in with Billy Ellick because they'd be like, they're bloody British. They're like, British. <laughs> actually, that's not a good Irish accent, but, you know. <laughs> they have such amazing accents like, in that show. English. I can't do it. She was like, mommy. I'm not even. <laughs> so, like this, it's so good. But, yeah, watch it. I would really recommend Aww. it. Terrific. My triplet in the attic this week is Ang Lee's Billy Lynn's long halftime walk. Really? It's not, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's a really good movie. He's a good director. I don't I don't think it is, probably. <laughs> yeah. But if you wanted to watch three movies with Billy at the start, you could watch that. Um it's not that. Um Forgotten Movie Alert. That movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have, a, we have really a game forgotten. we play where mm. like every now and then we'll, it's not really a game. We, just, we message people about forgotten movies, like movies that you're like, oh, my God, I totally forgot that that happened. Yeah. Berlin's also The Book Thief. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. Hugely forgotten movie. Yeah. Is I, our best one of all time, No Reservations? I feel like that was like the no, best. No, it's good so one. not forgotten anymore because we always bring up how forgotten that was. Yeah. Yeah. There are lots of forgotten movies. Anyway, a, come on, back yeah. to it. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, mine's, very, mine's very obvious this week. It's just Billy Elliot, the musical, but particularly oh, um, the um, the live, the film, uh, like the, the filmed version of it. So um, mm. there's, it's coming, it's coming if you're in Melbourne, it's. Actually, I'm not sure if it's touring, but the musical is coming to Australia this year, at least I know, and you should go see it if you can. But also they did a really terif- uh, terrific uh, filming of it live on the West End, I believe. I don't think it was the Broadway production. And, um, yeah, sometimes with when they film productions, as they do now a lot, they like the camera is so that they try to pretend that it's like a film and you just like miss <laughs> half the dance scenes in the background mm. and stuff. So it's a really good film in that like it is directed nicely and gives a bit more sense of intimacy to the story, but um, it still shows that it's like a theatrical piece. And um, I, it's a very different experience to the movie. Um, it's, it tells some elements of the story so, so beautifully. It's much more about Billy than the community. I feel mm. um, it's, it's really it shows like what a universal story the story of Billy Elliot is like it's so powerful to just see like a young child in the face of adversity. It's Elton being John they want to be. songs, right? Elton yeah, John music. music. Um, yeah, and there's some like terrific songs in there. And again, I think the choreography is stunning. Um, 
it is very unique and really captures the weird kind of flavor of dance that we talked about is in the movie. Uh, yeah, so kind of a, an obvious one for this week, but I think it's a really interesting little addendum to uh, Billy Elliot. Lazzy? Mm. Um, I wanted to pick a real Billy because we watched two fictional Billies and I was like, there's so many good ones. Like mm. I love Bill Hader. I love Bill Nye. Mm. I love Billy Wilder, like good contender mm. for like one of my Billy favorite Wilder. filmmakers of all time. But I chose the most iconic Australian Billy, Puffing Billy oh. in the Dandenong Rangers. <laughs> so Puffing Billy. Everyone should know who, who and what Puffing Billy is. So if you don't, he's this dope little train in the Dandenong <laughs> Rangers. And it's just like, it's just a great experience. Like I think I went as like for school and then we went as a family. I think we went with our cousin Billy on yeah. Puffing Billy. I don't think you should be recommending Puffing Billy. What? They're having real legal problems why so they underpaid should go, their workers they? oh what oh, for like a long time come Are you on kidding? i just want to <gasps> this is like the union oh my god this yeah. is why you should go to puffing billy to experience the like just go, union go busting on story puffing billy and be like solidarity solidarity, <laughs> solidarity <laughs> i don't know forever. google oh that god. it might be all, all right. cleared up now but yeah yeah maybe cancel me i'm not really sure <laughs> you, it's you can cancel if you want but yeah, i just think it's like such a cute experience and cute, cute way to see like rainforest yeah it's ranges. cute it's fun and it's like I think an iconic, so like, awesome. unmissable part of the experience is, like, your teachers or parents being like, you have to wear your sunglasses, otherwise you'll get coal dust in your eyes. And you're yeah. like, hey, hey, I'm not going to. And then you get some coal in your eyes. <laughs> That's really Wow, great. this really does feel like Billy Elliot. Yeah, coal, coal unions. Yeah. Does That's it feel it. like Billy Madison anyways? I guess you can act like a fool on the train. You can like be a real cousin. fool. You could jump on the tracks and bring me the amount of joy that the film brings me. So. <laughs> you could jump on the tracks and get turned into some schlappy joe. Schlappy. <laughs> 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 Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Twin Picks. If you had a good time, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any, any of our new episodes. And please leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening from. Uh, an iTunes review or Apple Podcast review really helps spread the word about our little family show. We'd also love to get in touch with you through our email at twinpixpodcast at gmail.com for your feedback, your suggestions, questions. It's all good. Um, and if you wanted to read any more about young people, about movies, better movies than Billy Madison, please check out roughcut.com. It's this youth-oriented criticism website that me and some friends put together. Um, next week's episode is going to focus on next week we have a spooky episode yeah. for the spookiest time of year so we're going to talk about oh. halloween oh, oh oh and freaky friday Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah, See I'm so excited to do a Halloween episode. I am shitting ah. my pants. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's going to be like Greatest yeah. Showman all over again, but on the oh exact opposite spectrum. Oh, my God. It'll, oh, yeah. it'll be, it, you won't be able to listen to it. Like, the opposite end. It will be horrible. I'm just going to scream. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I'm going yeah. crazy <laughs> <laughs> but that's it for this week we'll see you next week for Halloween Woo! thanks for twinning with me oh I didn't like it uh, I'm Twinny Elliot <laughs> <laughs> Twinny Madison whatever <laughs>